Hello and welcome to ROE 17 Pod. My name is Mark Jontry and I am the Regional Superintendent of Schools for ROE 17. On today's pod, our guest is Kara Logan. Kara was a student in Unit 5 and during her time in high school at Unit 5, she attended numerous classes at the Bloomington Area Career Center and we're so fortunate to have Kara join us today to talk about that experience. While Kara was at BACC, she took various medical courses, and she's going to talk a little bit about that. And currently, she's in her fourth year of medical school with the plan to become a urologist. So, Kara, welcome, and thank you for joining us on today's episode. Thank you so much for having me. Well, if we could, can we talk about your high school experience and why you chose to pursue the opportunities that BACC provided in terms of those courses and what your goal was in doing so? Yes, that's a um, great question. So I attended Unit 5 schools, like you had said, and graduated from Norwell Community High School in 2016. It was during my junior year of high school that I decided to attend the Bloomington Area Career Center, where I took the Health Careers and Medical Terminology class. And also that year, I really got connected with job shadowing experiences through the BACC, aside from having shadowed a few people that I had already knew. At that time, I thought I wanted to be a veterinarian, believe it or not, okay. and just because I like dogs. And BACC was quick at helping me find a veterinarian to job shadow. And I just as quickly learned that I did not want to be a vet. (laughs) But that was super helpful for narrowing it down. It is. And I think that's, so speak to that, to just the fact that what you thought you wanted to do and the experiences that you were provided actually highlighted that, no, this isn't what I want to do, but maybe something related is. Right, right. And so um, during my time at job shadowing the veterinarian, I realized there was a lot of that team aspect of medicine that I enjoyed. I enjoyed the pharmacology. I liked the um, anatomy and physiology, but I also just wanted more of a relationship with the patients than dogs. You know, you can't communicate (laughs) with them as as well. You're communicating more with the parents. And there's also more populations that you're seeing than just dogs. And so that kind of helped me realize some of the things I enjoyed about it, as well as some of the things that I didn't like. So I got to see some like surgeries and procedures at the vet office. And I was like, I really enjoy this. I also enjoyed some of the like just more uh, well-being checks for the dogs, the health, the health checkups for the, the animals. And I enjoyed that. I just realized I think I want to see a different population. But honestly, it was super helpful in in knowing as well that so early on that I should look at job shadowing experiences in other related fields. There are some things I enjoyed, some things I didn't. And ultimately, I just learned too, having a dog myself now, what it's going to be like taking my dog to a vet. That is cool. So as part of that experience, was there a specific event or class or activity whether it was at BACC or somewhere else that really made you realize you wanted to specialize in in human medicine, for lack of a better term, but and or specifically urology, or did urology actually come later when you were in undergrad? 
That's also another great question. I, after I came back from my veterinary job shadow, I was talking with Mrs. Kuska, who is my health careers and medical terminology instructor, and was just sharing the things that I liked and things that I didn't like about that experience. And between her and then some of the other people, the administrative people at BACC who help students get job shadows, they recommended that I job shadow some more physicians in a hospital. And so I went on and I job shadowed physicians in a hospital and also just having that class on top of it longitudinally was really nice to learn more about different health careers. And it was there that I kind of further realized like, you know, medicine, I think is the place I want to be in medicine. There's a lot of different specialties. There's a lot of different options that you can have and a lot of different populations that you can treat. And so that helped lead me down that, that pathway. I think the next step down that pathway too, was participating in the cadaver lab in Leroy. Mm. Um, You got that opportunity. Very good. Yes. Yes. So I was very fortunate that during my junior year of high school, I participated in that cadaver dissection lab in Leroy, which um, was the only student-led dissection lab in the country. At the time, at least, that's that's what we were thinking. And, and so that was very helpful in confirming from another angle that medicine is something that I wanted to pursue. I was able to gain now hands-on experience versus job shadowing where you're observing. I was able to gain hands-on experience, ask a lot more questions, and receive mentorship from a variety of physicians and different specialties as we went through and looked at the inside of the human body and got that experience versus uh, most of what we do in medicine is we're looking at patients from the outside of their body or looking at images of inside of their body. Very good. Reflecting on your experience and especially going through BACC, you know, I, I'm curious, did you have any concerns or a stigma associated with going to the career center? Because in the past, I think a lot of people think a career center is for those students that aren't going to go on to a four-year institution that maybe want to do more hands-on work and type skills. And, you know, that's really, I I think we have a lot of programs at at our career centers that provide a lot of opportunities, but are pretty demanding. Mm -hmm. Did you have any stigma associated with that or were your counselors and or your parents all about you getting those experiences at BACC. Yeah. So thankfully my parents were super on board with that. I felt like there was some stigma around having an untraditional high school experience with going to the Bloomington Area Career Center. Also, because my senior year, I took two courses at the Bloomington Area Career Center. So I was gone from my high school day. Majority of the day was spent at Bloomington Area Career Center. Okay. Um, normal community. And so there was a little bit of like stigma surrounding that in terms of just an abnormal high school experience. But I think that it was so incredibly valuable just to get out of the class book setting the in the textbooks and get some hands-on experience. Academia is great, but a lot of times it is focused, like I said, like in front of a screen, in a book, everything's, you know, pen and paper is the most hand, like hand-eye coordination that you're getting. Mm-hmm. And so honestly, the career center was just such a, a warm and welcoming change to that pace and allowed me to continue to grow and develop these skills, both from like professional point of view and a real life point of view, as well as just develop that that area that has kind of been like suppressed by academia in terms of the creativity that is required in so many of the like more technical careers and a lot of the, the like more fine intricate skills and finding things that I'm passionate about, finding things I'm talented in through the career 
Resource Center and through actually getting to kind of preview what the real world's going to look like uh, made it so much easier for me to focus and see the purpose behind what I'm doing in the classroom at high school, my traditional classes, why I would want to work hard in a trigonometry class or a calculus class or a, whatever class it may be is because I have this greater picture of what the purpose is in the long run. How the application would work. Great. Yes. What advice do you have for current high school students who are who don't maybe know exactly what they want to do professionally or have no idea of what they want to do and the end of their high school career is is staring them in the face in the next year or two? Yes, and honestly, I was as much as I had pursued so many different things, I still in terms of career exploration prior to graduating high school, I still felt like there was this big, huge world of things that I didn't know and a lot of uncertainties in going to college. And um, so I really think that it is important to, for all students to realize, first of all, you're like 17, 18, 19 years of age. You're so young. You have your whole life ahead of you. So don't be worried about if you feel like you don't know what you want to do, or if you feel like a couple years in, you want to change, but also do some prep work for it. Find what you're passionate about or find what you're good at. If you can make that a career, then great. If not, if you can find a career that allows you to pursue that as a hobby outside of your day-to-day work that provides, that you know supports you financially, then great, pursue that. Honestly, I think that really just trying to work hard at Every opportunity that is in front of you, be kind and be gracious is so important. I really think it speaks volumes when you're able to work hard at something that you may not love, because I think one of a few things will happen. First of all, you'll find out that you maybe you have assessed the field as best as you can and you confirm that you absolutely do not want to pursue it. And that is a win. At the end of the day, that's a win. Also, too, I would I will have to say you'll meet people that will see you putting in the work and trying and they may look and be like, she's not good at he or she's not good at it. Or it doesn't look like this is exactly what they're super passionate about, but I can tell where their work ethic is and how hard they're committed to to seeing this through. And those skills are going to translate to other fields, especially if they can find something you're passionate about. So those are the people that will open other doors for you, whether it's in that same field or whether they have a connection into another field to help you find what you enjoy. And so, and ultimately, like I mentioned earlier, I think you're going to learn something and that should just be the top goal in anything you do is to just try to gain some experience out of it, whether it's going to be that you have some pieces of knowledge that's going to come in handy one day when you're trying to do taxes or when you're trying to fix or repair your house or your car, or when you go to the doctor, just being able to maybe have a little bit more understanding of what is going on and what the person on the other side of you does day in and day out will help you just tremendously, I think, in in life and it'll help you show greater appreciation for other people too. I think that's very astute and very, uh, a really smart uh, piece of advice Mm -hmm. for young people that are coming up. Would you mind sharing with us what drew you to urology? at this point. Yeah. So that is so interesting looking back now. I came into medical school. It was during my time at BACC that I decided for sure that I want to pursue medicine. I ended up doing a job shadow through BACC of an anesthesiologist. And and I really thought that I wanted, I went to medical school and spent the first two years of medical school really thinking that I wanted to do anesthesia. And I got to my third year of medical school, went through anesthesia and was like, Uh, You know, I think 
my the way anesthesia is here in South Carolina, we have a lot of nurse anesthetists here that are doing majority of the leg work. They're incredible, but it just makes the anesthesiologist role a little bit different, as well as in my personal life, things have changed. The things that I'm interested in, things I'm passionate about, you know, job shadowing is great because you get to kind of see what is like, what a job experience is like, but you don't get the hands-on experience and you don't have the background knowledge of what all is going on. But then through your standard class, like your courses in high school and college and so forth, you really gain that background knowledge and then you start to get hands-on and things again. And so it kind of changed for me, the perspective that I was looking at for anesthesia. And um, it was actually really interesting looking back now because I remembered when I came home from my anesthesiologist job shadowing experience, I was talking more about what's going on on the other side of the drape than the anesthesia side. And we were actually with a urologist. So I shadowed Dr. Walter Knoll, the anesthesiologist, and we were with Dr. Leek, who is a urologist. Yep. And he was were great at, both of them were, were super great at recognizing me as a high school student, trying to get experience and um, not just putting me in the category of, oh, she just wants to see anesthesia today. They were really great at kind of sharing me as a as a learner and as um, a, a sponge that just wants to absorb everything. So after Dr. Noel had put the patient to sleep, Dr. Lee had asked me if I wanted to like see what he was doing on, on his end. And then obviously if Dr. Noel had anything that was, that was coming up, he could have me come back up to the, to the front. And so it was, it was just a great experience, even just seeing how those two physicians interacted with each other, sure. as well as just realizing now, I think that, you know, I want to be as hands-on as possible. I want to have that full experience. And I, and I absolutely love the kidneys. I love the bladder. I think male reproductive is super interesting. So, and of course I'll see females as well. So just all, all wonderful confirmatory things. So by the time I did my urology rotation in medical school, it was, I just knew it. I knew it. And it was like, everything clicked into place. And I was like, ah, I was like, this is exactly what my job shadowing experience was like in high school. I was like this whole time I thought anesthesia, but I was just looking at the wrong side of it. And I said, (laughs) I did take a lot of things from the anesthesia experience and just having a little bit of a focus, but also having an open mind going into medicine was super helpful. So it was good in a sense to to also keep that open mind as I went through everything I and mean, to realize I'm not committing to a certain specialty so early on or anything, but just keeping a, a broad view on, on things and how life may change between um, now and the time you get to the start of your career. So your interests may change as well. That's great advice. Always keeping an open mind. Mm-hmm. Well, Kara, is there anything else you want to share with us about your experience to this point? You've been a wonderful guest and really given us a lot of great information. Oh, thank you so much. I think that it is important, not only um, job shadowing, but also volunteering whenever you can. I think that's another opportunity to see a different area of a field and get more involved. Or even if you can work a a job within the field, even if it's not the job you want, but it was, it's you know within the same field, then I think that is super important to, to get involved with us as early as possible. And also just having a non-traditional pathway to your career is so supported and um, it needs to be more supported, quite frankly. I think that career centers are phenomenal. I think community colleges are phenomenal and technical colleges are. I think taking a gap year is wonderful. I took a gap year in between undergrad and medical school, and that was the most formative year of my life um, in terms of learning how to create a budget, how to take care of car repairs, and just really learning and confirming the things that I'm passionate about and the type of person that 
I want to be. So some adulting skills. Yes, definitely. Very good. We're laughing. Viewers can't see this, but my producer, Victoria, has, has authored the adulting day that we've put on here in our region the last couple of years. So, and it uh, involves a lot of skills that high school graduates need to have to function in the adult world. So, mm-hmm. Kara, that is a great topic to finish on. I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to share with us your experiences and, and really appreciate it. And and wish you the best going forward. Thank you so very much. Thank you for joining us for another episode of ROE17 Pod. To learn more about ROE17, please visit www.roe17.org or follow us on our social media channels. ROE17 Pod is produced and edited by Victoria Padilla. We hope that you join us for our next episode.